Hey, this is Melarita Lucy, and you're listening to the Rough Concept Podcast. Enneagram Six Wing Seven here. Mm-hmm. Insert upside down smiley face emoji. <laughs> if you haven't taken the Enneagram test, you should. It's a personality assessment tool that identifies an individual's core motivations, fears, and desires based on non-distinct personality types. And this test helps individuals understand their personal strengths, weaknesses, and areas for growth, as well as providing insight on their relationships, communication styles, and potential conflicts. I like this test because it takes you on a journey of self-awareness and personal growth while also fostering empathy and understanding for others. Now, as Enneagram 6, I have a strong sense of loyalty, responsibility, and need for security. I'm motivated by the desire for stability and support, which is why I love to form strong connections with people. I mean, it's a thing. I just love community. However, (laughs) I can also experience anxiety and fear causing me to be overly cautious or doubtful in certain situations. My primary focus is on anticipating potential challenges and finding ways to address them before they occur. Yeah, me and my therapist talked about that. But for example, I have walkie-talkies, portable water purifiers, flashlights, and canned food stashed in my pantry for a rainy day or the apocalypse. (laughs) But what has been at the forefront lately is my lack of self-trust in decision-making. My chiropractor not only provides adjustments, but also a word every time I see him in his office. And a few days ago, he spoke to me about decision making, the back and forth, the questioning my next move, the analysis of paralysis. I have the habit of overthinking. My therapist says it's the in-between that causes anxiety. Both of them encourage me to make decisions knowing that it doesn't have to work out the way I thought the first time, but... I have the space to reevaluate and make new decisions. So I've been thinking on that. It's like the moment of decision when you decide to take action or not. That moment when you say yes or no in your head, but then it feels like it's too late to change your mind. There are so many times when I am afraid of making a mistake and feel stuck. I feel as if that mistake would turn everything upside down for me. But I have made mistakes, and those are learning lessons that I then made new decisions from. Boom, right? And I believe it's the same for refining my work. The decision-making that takes place in this stage of the process requires us to be tuned in with ourselves creatively, right? And that means to be sure about your next move and to be confident in your choices. When I go into the refining of my work, I'm making one decision in line at a time to polish my illustration while also allowing myself flexibility to change my mind and to adjust. From the line work to the color, texture, shading, I'm working from what feels good to me. That means that I have to tap into my own intuition and trust myself. But it's also important to listen to my inner voice because That's what guides you through the process. You have to go with what feels good to you. But within those parameters, you must also be willing to see where that work takes you. It's a challenging process at times, 
because it requires that we let go of our own natural tendency to become attached to what we've already done or what we think is right. But I do it anyway. Because one thing I am sure about, this type six, wing seven, knows exactly what the hell she wants in this space. This is how I take this journey. But what I love about the creative process is that it's not the same for all of us. Take a listen and learn how this creative navigates their process. I am Allie Kay. I own Allie Kay Design. I am mostly known for my black and white florals. Uh, that's probably because I have now 10 books, which is insane. But my first two books, though, kind of put me on the map. They were how to draw floral books. And now I have coloring books and how to draw for kids books, which is just I don't have any kids, but uh, my books are my kids and just being able to nurture and inspire the next generation. I feel like it is such a privilege and it is so cool that we're able to do that because I didn't have uh, that example growing up. Granted, my parents were super supportive of anything I want to do. If I wanted to climb Mount Everest, they would give me the best hiking shoes and trainers and all that stuff. So if I were to go to them and be like, I want to be an artist, they would put me in art classes and all these things. But I thought to own a business, you had to be like on Shark Tank or you had to have all this money or you had to have a storefront. Like entrepreneurship just was not what it was today back then. So I feel like the creative process really does start from like either the, the client has certain needs um, and they're like, okay, I we want this, this, and this, or they're just like design whatever. Sometimes that's like gold to artists. For me, that is not. I do not like that. I like a little bit of boundaries or I like the creative process of like bouncing ideas off of each other. Um, I'm fueled by conversations. And so I need to have these like collaborative, creative conversations. So it starts there. Then you design, then you get to the wall. And that's a whole other process in itself. Like once you get to the wall, sometimes like, for example, my LA murals, I'm in Dallas. Those were in LA. I have never seen these walls in person before. I saw one photo, they were under construction. So I never got like a sense of just massivity, if that's even a word, like if they were just so big. Um, and of course they like tell you the estimated sizing and you're like, okay, yeah, 40 feet. And I'm just like, oh yeah, 40 feet. Like, yeah, that's easy. And then you go and I'm like, oh my gosh, 40 feet is so long. Like almost half of a football field, like insane. Um, so it's my favorite, absolutely favorite part of the creative process is the problem solving. And it can be from the very beginning to where you're problem solving their needs. And they're like, I want this, 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 and this, but then you have to still kind of bring in your style because that's what they're hiring you for. So it's like, how do, how do I combine all of this into a mural? And that's like one problem solving. So I, I do enjoy that most of the time when I can have like a super clear head. Um, but then I love absolutely like crave the problem solving 
But for me, I love it. I just, here's a problem. What do I do? I'm like, most of the time I'm already like two steps ahead. Like I will sit in my bed and be like, okay, if I have this problem, how am I going to solve this? This is what I'm going to do. Like before even the mural gets there or before even these problems pop up, I will still do them in my head um, and scenario. So that's probably my favorite part of the problem solving process and the creative process. And that it's definitely because you have to get creative. Like there's sometimes where like our ladders can't reach and we can't get a lift. So I'm like, okay, well, what can we do? Or what can we stand up on? Um, or can we make this design to where it flows differently? Um, or there's some moments where like the wall texture isn't working with our paint and either the paint is cracking or like the tape peels off the paint. So I'm like, oh my gosh, okay, I guess we're gonna have to do X, Y, and Z or something. I don't know. If there is a mural that just goes smoothly, I'm like, oh, that was boring. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Cause then you're just like more proud of like, you not only, it is amazing to be able to take something this small and I'm, this is a podcast, something that's like an eight and a half by 11 and putting it on a 20 by 40 foot, like that's amazing. But then if you're adding in those extra depths of layers of like, I was able to accomplish this, but I solved X, Y, Z on top of that. Most people probably won't know, but like deep down in, in myself, I'm like, I'm even more proud. Cause sometimes I like look at this mural and I'm like, yes, flowers, everyone can do that. I know that's not the case. But sometimes I look at that and I'm like, yeah, someone else can do it. But could they have figured this out and done this out? So it just like gives me that extra satisfaction of I'm doing a good job. I'm in this season. I don't know. It was just this year. Something is like tugging on my my brain, my creative wheels of just like, go do this, go this way. Um, but I have never... So when I started Alley K, I started off creating canvases, art pieces that are framed, and I gave those to my friends and family for gifts. Uh, then they were like, oh, you make this. I have a birthday. Can you make this canvas? So like, I started off like small doing super custom work um, that way. And then I was like, okay, I need to prove to... Because at the beginning, Lena was like, oh, this is a hobby. And looking back at it, it looked like a hobby. Um, and again, again, like he, I didn't have the example. He never had the example. Like he was like, uh, 401k, you can't have a 401k paying canvases. Like, so I was like, I'm going to, I need to prove this, this man wrong. Um, and so I definitely did that. It feels so good. It feels so good. So good. I love it. Um, but yeah, so started off the canvases, needed to prove him wrong, went into the wedding industry, was one of the top wedding calligraphers in DFW, um, which was a great accomplishment. But I, that's how, kind of how I started in murals is I got my first studio, painted a mural at that studio, posted on Instagram. Another realtor was like, oh, I have a building I'm trying to sell. Would you paint a mural on it? I'm like, yeah, I can definitely do that. I painted my first mural with a Sharpie. Like, <laughs> it was not... <laughs> Like, it was not good. He's like, you can paint murals. I'm like, yeah, I got you. I paint murals. Um, 
that mural is still up and it is still thriving and it is still doing good. So not my very first one, but my first paid one is still, still going strong. Um, but that's, I realized that I could make at the time just as much doing wedding invitations and I could do them by myself. I didn't have to really talk to anyone while I was painting. I was like, this is great. I love this. So what I'm telling myself, because I am starting a new, something new is that like, I cannot fail. Like there's no failing. There's no messing up. It's learning. It's invest. Like I needed to like tell myself, like I'm investing in myself. So it's the same. Like I just had a conversation with my dad. He's like, Oh, I think I need to like take a mental break. I'm like, yeah, you do. You need to invest in your mind, like invest in that time. And it's the same of like creating, like you need to invest in that time of creativity. Um, but I think, yeah, just telling her younger self, like my younger self, like there's no failing. You're not going to fail. Trust the process. There are so like, what is for you will find you. Um, I'm a true believer in that. And if you believe, but you have to believe and you have to speak good vibes, put it out there. Like I'm trying to put this out there as much as possible. Like I am going to have an art show. It's not just going to be something I'm just like, Oh, just messing around. Like this is a big goal of mine I've had for years. And I just kind of put it on the back burner. Um, and so I, I feel like if I tell myself more and more of like, this is what I want. This is what I want putting it out there. Don't keep it inside. <laughs> To hear more from this conversation, tune into the Rough Concepts Artist Corner episode this Friday. The creative prompt today is simple. Show me an unfinished piece that you're working on just as it is. And don't be afraid. I can't wait to see it. Make sure you share with me. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope that today's discussion sparked your creativity and inspired you to embrace your unique journey. Don't forget to share your thoughts, stories, and creations with me using today's creative prompt from the episode. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes. Leave a review and let's continue to support and inspire one another on this incredible journey. Until next time, keep creating.